Blog Talk Radio. Wake up, it's time to go shake the dust off your head. Lifetimes you've been waiting here so long. Open up the shutters, cast away the chains. Prison walls that leave you hanging on. Clinging to some cop half empty victim of fate. It's hard to move when your mind is in the way. You're running away. Oh, it's running up
again. Thank you for joining me here today on Activating Compassion Radio. My name is Jessie Ann Nichols-George, and I'm your hostess. And the music you were listening to at today's show, the beginning there, was called Wild Love. And that is by today's guest, German Ashley Cash of Woven Green. And that's a little bit noisy where I am. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more noisy than what I expected today. But I think everybody in this town that I'm sitting in, which is right on the edge of San Francisco, is here talking and having conversations. And I think this is kind of the, the biggest gathering place in town, right? <laughs> and it's beautiful. I have to say welcome to the show from the Bay Area of California. I am in the San Francisco Bay Area, a little tiny town uh, just on the outskirts to the south end of it. And I have to say the trees are flourishing here. The hillsides are green. Um, I got to see some cherry blossom trees opening up and some apple trees with the flowers coming out on the way up here. So um, I'm so excited because this weekend I'm starting my first Adventures of Integration for the year, uh, for this year's tour anyways. So starting off with the seasonal new year, it's very, very powerful. Welcome to everybody. Whether you're returning or joining us here for the very first time, we do stream live in three additional places, talk stream live. Streamfinder and Penn, also known as Hair Encounters Network. I welcome everyone listening through there as well. In addition to those people who are catching our podcast through TuneIn.com, iTunes, and those catching the YouTube version of the show. Here at Activating Compassion Radio, what I do is I look at the different ways that compassion exists in our lives. I look at, um, you know, the the how to remove our blocks and resistances and frustrations and some weeks I discuss different aspects of compassion, how it's inner life, how it affects our life, the different areas of compassion. Sometimes I have more exercises and practical implementation. And a lot of times I have great gaps. And I'm working on something new this year, starting with today, this seasonal year. And that is for each turning point of the season, I'm focusing on bringing a musical guest in. Now, I've had musical guests in the past, Stephen Halper, Peter Cater, Joe Maps, and a whole bunch of great people, Bruce Ciccarelli. Um, has been on the show in the past, and this year I'm coordinating my musical guests with the turning points of the year. So today, Jim and Ashley Cash with Woven Green is coming on. Um, May 1st, I have beautiful etheric voice Angelia Grace from Ireland will be with us, and um, working on some others for the, the other upcoming work. So I'm so so excited about taking this flow this year. In my own work, what I do is I focus on helping people find and use compassion in their everyday lives. I've created the Genesis Clearing Statement, and if you've missed that, you can catch that through some of the archives or where other people have interviewed me. I've authored four books, most recently, New Me Life Dreams and its companion workbook, as well as my first two, Activating Compassion and its companion workbook. In addition, I've created the Compassion Tour, which I'm on right now. It's a multi-state nationwide tour, including workshops, retreats, Seminars, book signings, uh, gradually building in those fundraising events. I'm also doing some healing work of the earth as I go along in the different areas, depending on what they need. Last year, I, I worked with different things with the glaciers and with the oceans uh, clearing on the Pacific region for uh, what happened with Fukushima, uh, healing the sinkholes and the potholes back in Pennsylvania last year, working on the tick infestations in uh, the East Coast region and the Northeast and working on beetle infestations in the mid-regions around the Black Hills area. So lots of different pieces that we have coming together here with this tour. 
And, uh, and, and it's very, so you can check all of what's happening with that out on my website, Jesse and Nichols George, the number one dot com. And, uh, just so, so very excited about that. And just a reminder, if anybody enjoys the show today, make sure you share it with people, whether it's family or friends or just your Facebook connections or social media, because this is going to be a really incredible show. And this is taking off some amazing energy for our seasonal new year. And I'm, I'm really flowing with the cycles and seasons more than ever this year. So um, this is a powerful show. I know you're going to want to share it. And I know that Every time I share a show, people go, oh, my gosh, I was just looking for something like this, or this is exactly what I needed, and this musical guest was perfect for being able to draw in this energy, and I think you're going to find that particularly so with today's guest. And they can just go right onto my website, on my page at the Main Street Universe tab. I keep all the archive shows there. They can also catch it as a podcast through iTunes, TuneIn.com. They can use the same link that you use to get into the show. And in about a week or two, that's usually about what it takes me to get it get it up onto YouTube. Um, I will have it available in that format as well. So whatever this happens to, they've got an option for listening to it. Now, those that have listened in before, they know that uh, I'd like to delve into a little book called The 72 Names of God, Technology for the Soul, and that's by Yehuda Berg, a great Kabbalah master. And Yehuda, um, I love his work because he says, things into everyday language for it. You know, he applies it to everyday life, and that's what I do with my work. And the message that he has for us today, or the common name of God that he's got for us today, is into action. And this one is just perfect for the equinox. I mean, I just kind of go through and whatever shows up from week to week is what I use, but it's always amazing how it applies really well. So this is going to be fun. Thoughts into action. And the initial message we have here is typically... Because of our own inaction, worthy goals and daring dreams never materialize. We procrastinate, we lose our passion, or we simply give up. Our best ideas remain unrealized hopes. Our thoughts never become actualized. Kabbalah has an explanation for this. And then he goes on to provide the insights of, our dreams and aspirations are rooted in the purity of the upper world. But our actions take place here in the material dimension where a seemingly infinite variety of impediments can get in our way. Everything from doubts and fears, mortgage payments and credit card debt. We are often inspired by brilliant thoughts, innovative ideas, and lofty goals. But we need to follow through and close the deal. If this doesn't happen, if our intentions fail to manifest, it's a clear sign that we've lost our connection to the upper world. And the meditation that he gives us, and, and before I go into the meditation, I have to say this is so appropriate to today, the spring equinox, with the solar eclipse happening, and we're on a new moon to boot, and it's all culminating. So, And this is the seasonal new year. So if ever there was a time for new beginnings and stopping that procrastination, this is it. The procrastination is part of the past. We've finished the seventh of the seven Pluto unit squares, and that culminated on the 17th of this month, a couple of days ago. And it is time to leave all those past distortions behind us and to step into these new things and to not give up on the dreams and the passions because this is the time we can manifest it. The heavy restrictions 
are awesome. And we can move forward now. And and my guests are definitely going to be sharing their work as, as their passions and dreams, and that's just amazing. So it does definitely tie in here. And I want you to think about that today in particular. What seeds are you going to plant and follow through on and, and nurture and harvest this year throughout the season of New Year? that are your passion and your manifestation. Now, the meditation he follows up with on this is you are now reconnecting and reuniting the upper and lower world through the power of this name. By bringing these realms together, you find courage and commitment to accomplish your goals and achieve your dreams. Your thoughts become an actualized and your best ideas are transformed into action and then into concrete results. So again, the common name today is Thought Into Action, and the formal name of this, and then that, hey, so you will go, you can go on and you can reflect on this throughout the week. It's again on my uh, page of the Main Street Universe tab on my website, Jesse and Nicholas George, and I do that all the time. I go back and reflect on the messages of the week and say, okay, now, now what were we going to do there, or, you know, what are we focusing on this week? Because I'd love to just keep touching base with that and give us a full emphasis. Now, a little thought here before we go on break and bring our guests back on, because like I said, this is a treat for you today. Do seasons really have a sound or music that resonates with them? Do you find yourself drawn to different types of music at different times of the year? And does different types of music herald a vibration that can be used to plant seeds, create harvest, and offer serenity. Certainly, I have looked at some of these aspects in previous hosts, and looking at how society and cultures can be encoded in music, brainwave patterns, and sound healing. However, beyond all of these things, I've noticed that also seems to connect with different seasons and aspects of ourselves. For me, however, this is the music and the musician. When the musician is in alignment with the music they are creating, there's not only a synergy with spirit and divine presence, but also an alchemy or sort of magic that happens. And we notice this in the songs that we listen to that stir emotions within us, or when a song that a musician performs stirs them so deeply that perhaps they can't hold back to you. And in watching performers play, there are those that seem to perform, those that enjoy their music and the crowd, and those that deeply and personally feel what they do. It is in this feeling and emotion and, and the emotional connection with the music that people stop and listen. The musician seems to transcend time and space when this connection is made. Now, I have even observed an aspect of channeling spirit in a way that absorbs them so much into the music there is no concern of the crowd they no longer are concerned about what the crowd is doing or thinking, and spirit is just flowing and they are experiencing that. Also, when I watch musicians, I notice energy vibrations for them, and when their personal vibration matches that of the music, they play another level of alchemy that seems to happen. It doesn't matter if their energy is light and playful or intense and deep, but what does seem to matter is if this is their true essence. Now, a light-hearted Irishman playing Irish ditties matches. But that same person playing a deep, slow, solemn piece has a contradiction that can even send a vibration of conflict instead of flow, like they are forced in the action. When I think of strength, 
the season upon us right now, starting today, I think of the work of Jim and Ashley Cash of Warren Green. The flow between them as a married couple and the essence of their energy seems to speak spring all over the place. There is a freshness, a zest for life that is ready for action. There is a deep, heart-centered spark of love that flows between them, like the masculine and feminine energy dancing and loving play and embrace. A sincerity and devotion that can see through the work and effort that leads to the harvest. Spring energy and music is so important to have as we enter the seasonal new year. It is our spring energy that opens the doors and plants the seeds for what will develop in this world. It is the music that we embrace at this time that will bring forth our next harvest and open the doors to enjoying the abundance of spirit. It is a life force of creation that will give birth to a new generation. And it is the present moment that sets all things in motion and allows our wisdom and insights to once again go into motion. It is a passion that flows through all areas of life. What music are you drawn to at spring? Does the music and vision of what you listen to resonate with the season? Does the music and the vision of what you listen to have an alchemical synchronicity, flow, and connection? Or is it just music played by a musician and words being sung without real feelings? This week, our guest is focusing on a component of compassion that's related to the aspect in my book of creating a new world. And this reminds us that we have choice in what we will create and that whatever actions we choose, we are creating something. The only real question is, what will we actually choose to create? I'm going to take a little break, and when we return, I'll have Jim and Ashley Cash. They're going to be sharing their work as musicians and their passion for the earth and what we are doing with it. The song that I have for you during our break today, I'm actually going to do a little um, piece here. And I'm actually going to do, I think, a live piece here <laughs> as I do this. And it's called Across the Bridge, because I think that's just appropriate. We're going across the bridge right now in the spring equinox. We're leaving behind us the old patterns and our old lifestyles and our old thought forms, and we're starting a new today. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
welcome back. You are listening to Activating Compassion Radio. My name is Jesse Ann Nichols George, and I'm your hostess today. You were just listening to a song by today's guest. It's called A Courage, and it's by Jim and Ashley Cash of Woven Green. And they are a uh, married couple that have devoted their lives to writing and performing the music of Woven Green. Jim is a prolific songwriter and a strikingly versatile guitarist and multi-instrumentalist. His wife is a powerful and captivating singer, guitarist, and percussionist. Together, they, the two of them create a magical alchemy that is truly uplifting and inspiring. Their music ranges from contemporary folk rock singer, songwriter, to ambient, ambient excuse me, soundscape journeys using a combination of their own field recorded nature sounds, Native American flutes, percussion, and various strings instruments. Their partnership, music, and message is sure to empower and entertain. And we're looking today at their music, the meaning and purpose behind it, and the projects that they are passionate about. And you can definitely learn more about their work, click into their music, purchase their music on their website, www.wovengreenmusic.com. And Jim and Ashley, it is so wonderful to have you here today, and I'm so grateful to have your time on the Equinox because I know you have stuff going on tonight as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's wonderful to be on your show. We're so excited and grateful. Yes, thank you for having us on. Absolutely, and it was a beautiful introduction. I was contemplating that alchemical connection that you were talking about between the musician and the audience and the energy that's transmitted when you know, the musician's really in the flow um, and is not concerned about what's happening so much on the outside environment. They're truly in the music, and the music is then playing them. And uh, I have to admit, when we first started playing, I was I had horrible stage fright. I was terrified of going on stage. Um, but I knew that I had to, you know, express this music and you know, so I had to face my fears and 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 really, you know, get over that and, and, and put myself out there, you know, under this this duress and realize that it was really just, you know, uh you know, a shadow of my ego that was, you know, causing fears in the first place. But um you know, eventually, as you know, I started playing. I got you know more comfortable uh, with being on stage, and, and I remember the first time having sort of that moment where I wasn't thinking about you know the crowd and you know uh, perceptions and you know energies and all that. I was, and it was such a, a powerful moment because I felt like I was really outside of myself in some ways, uh, and the music was just playing without my effort. Um, and I, I remember that first experience just so distinctly and I couldn't do anything wrong. I couldn't make a mistake. It was, it was incredibly powerful. And, and I knew, you know, that I had kind of reached that sort of meta moment. Um, and, you know, I think once you've been able to tap into that, it gives, it becomes easier to, to access that and get in the flow. And uh, and then that really becomes uh, transmitted. It's transmitted to the audience, um, and it's something that we have noticed. Sure. And and I I have to say I mean I definitely see it there. I I haven't been blessed with being able to see you play live yet, 
but I can feel it in the music when I've listened to your song. And having met with you and Ashley in person, the synergy and the connection that is there is, I think most people would look at you and go, now that's the dream relationship. <laughs> you know, they would look at you and they, they would say, that's what I view my twin flame being, you know, um, which is just, it, it's incredible to see. There's just, I know when I met you, it was like we all just sat there and transcended this space. And it was like nobody else was around. And the, the dance and the flow of the energy was amazing to be a part of. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was a powerful meeting. Absolutely. That was so special. We really felt that, too. And, uh, yeah, it is truly a blessing, uh, you know, our relationship. And we're always, you know, um, in a place of gratitude, you know, with that. And, uh, you know, it was part of the reason why we we decided to, um, you know, get into music and share the gifts that we had. I think when we first met each other, you know, there was sort of the um, the infatuation you know, period, the falling in love, um, all our, 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 our similarities and, um, and, uh, shared passions. But there was also a little bit of, you know, um, trepidation, you know, to, to come together, you know, in, in that way, musically, uh, and artistically, um, and perhaps that was, you know. Uh, yeah, I certainly had, um, when we first got together, I I was uh, very uncertain about pursuing a musical um, relationship as well as a romantic one. Uh, I had seen and experienced myself pr- prior to meeting Jim enough of, um, you know, to see what the ego can do in that kind of context. And I just didn't, I wanted to have a solid foundation in our relationship before we um, embarked upon working together in that way. And um, it wasn't until about two years after we had uh, mm-hmm. been together that we, you know, decided, actually, it was it was kind of strange the way it happened. I, um, I was at home one day, and I found an old tape of, uh, a, of a recording that Jim had done of a song of his. And um, I put it in, and it was like, kind of weird switch turned on that you know i had i had actually stopped the flow of allowing myself to play music for quite a while and um when i opened up when i put that made the choice to put that seat that that tape in you know something just kind of switched inside of me and i was like oh my god i have to play music with him and i started writing a song which was you know, it really probably hasn't happened since because Jim's really the, <laughs> the songwriter. But, but um, you know, it was it was a moment of uh, of of trusting, you know, and opening up. And ever since we've been exploring um, all the different aspects of of our music together, and it's really been a, a beautiful thing. You know, it's funny too. We we really had you know other plans at that time. We weren't necessarily seeking to pursue, you know, a musical career. Um, but, you know, I contemplate uh, the the words of Joseph Campbell, and there's something that he said that I think is really, really significant, and I think it really ties into, you know, the theme that you, uh, you know, were talking about and establishing with the whole spring equinox. And he said, you know, to be willing to get – we have to be willing to get rid of the life that we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. And, you know, I think that's really powerful because there's been all these sort of synchronistic moments in our lives that uh, we just, 
we couldn't get away from the musical uh, career if we tried. It was always presenting itself in some in some way or some form. And, and when when Ashley had had that moment, you know, I think it was that was sort of the recognition that we had from the very beginning that that was a potential uh, direction for us, and it was very powerful. And I think in some ways it it, it was it was a little you know almost almost scary, but you know I think again. That was just, you know, uh, you know, fears and you know, in the shadow of the ego, and and you know, we had to we had to move past that and be brave enough to, to uh, heed the call, so to speak. And I think that is so important when we're bringing the music around, and and there's times that definitely these things come out, and I can understand actually that that trepidation there, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. You know, Let's face it, if we look at the record of a lot of uh, musical partners along the way, it, you know, there's not always the best success rate in there. And, right, yeah, talk uh, about, a, um, you know, negative patterning. You know, like we don't really see a lot of successful <laughs> musicians. You know, they they often, you know, if they are really successful, they're like, they become total drug addicts, can't handle it, break up with their husband. It's awful, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's all kinds of, well, and, and I think it is tough because, your relationship, as you say, has to have these incredibly strong roots founded in it to start with. And I think it's like anybody who is out there in the limelight, musicians, actors, actresses, whoever it is, that you you have to you have to know each other because there's going to be press and there's going to be fake photos out there and there's going to be fans who go crazy. I mean, look at the incident in, in Vegas just a couple of months ago with Tim McGraw and, you know, being sued for protecting himself <laughs> from a, right. a, a friendly fan, shall we say. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I mean, if you don't have that security in the relationship, it, it would be very hard to deal with this because let's face it, you, the both of you not only have the chemistry in the music, you, you have a chemistry physically in the world, you know, that it's beautiful, and you know you're you're you both have that appeal physically, and so you have to be very rooted strong. And and you bring up a good point when you come together, and this is meant to be. I I sincerely believe that spirit will not allow that to be taken, um, as right. long as you continue to stand in the gratitude that you stand in and the appreciation that you stand in with each other, uh, which seems to continue to grow. Uh, you know, I think that I think the music only gets stronger and you're showing that because your music has such a huge diversity in it. Matter of fact, recently I was talking with somebody and they were asking me about it and I said, Well, the way I would describe their music <laughs> is a blend of, of Rafa and Carlos Nakai with a little Celtic flair thrown in there and uh, you know, a kind of folk rock styling with a, a, a hint of might and Prima Deva coming in. Prima Deva. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. That's really great. Thank and you like, for that. Wow, that's pretty powerful. I go, yeah, that's what I think of their music. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That is wonderful. Yeah, we, we really... Uh, you know, lately, um, you know, about about just a little bit more on the relationship aspect of things, you know, we, uh, we've we been finding that, you know, 
trust is really the we've been learning a lot of lessons about that and how to how to step into our next you know phase that we are you know co-creating here and be able to be in complete trust of each other and complete trust of our our um our path that we've chosen and um that that has been a really really powerful uh decision to make to to really you know take things to another level and to be in trust of each other and and move forward with that and you know there's a lot of power struggles in this type of work you know out from within and without you know so it's uh it's um it's a really really cool place to be in right now and trust has been a huge trust has been huge in the last year actually you're absolutely right about that i think for a lot of people um I know myself having to trust my path and take that that leap in there and, and trust I'm going to be okay as I journey down the road and, <laughs> and wonder to myself, and I'm getting a cross-country how, and spirit just goes, shut up, and you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Get there. You know, um, get yourself and, out of the so, way, right? <laughs> that's right. Just get, yeah. just get yourself out of the way, and you'll be fine. Um, yeah. We played a song at the very beginning of the show. We opened with Wild Love. And then during the break, we played Across the Bridge. Maybe you can share a little bit about those two songs and, and what's in those songs for you or what helps sure, you Sure, sure. Yes, Wild Love. Um, yeah, that was really a song that I wrote. Uh, again, it's, it ties into the, the sort of getting yourself, and really we're talking about the ego self, um, you know, out of the way and um, – not dismissing it per se, but, uh, you know, understanding the trappings of uh, false identification with the ego and uh, its tendency to uh, to limit, you know, uh, p- pure potential. And I think that's really what wild love is about, uh, is pure potential, unlimited, unbridled potential flowing. and uh, flowing uh, and uh, in listening to the the higher self and trusting in that. And uh, across the bridge... Um, That's an interesting story, actually, because yeah. it, it, uh, Jim wrote that song probably uh, 15, 18 years ago, maybe, and um, it was something that we returned to musically. He brought it back out of the closet. And uh, I think when he returned to it, he ended up changing the uh, the lyrical content and it, it now is, you know, a very, very powerful, you know, call to arms in a way. <laughs> I don't want to say to arms because we're not really fighting, but, you know, um, a call to passion. And, and you know, some of the, the first uh, lyrics of the second half of the song are, walkers on the path of light and passionate alliance rise, united by the common dream to banish world control and greed. Starseed, God light, divine spark within ignites. And that's really, you know, uh, it's a powerful line that that is that when I when I'm singing it, I feel like there's something there's some really intense energy coming through this song, and it has a lot to do with, um, you know, different uh, interpretations of stories of our history and you know uh, as a human as a human race. It's got a lot in there about you know uh, sort of secret schemes for controlling us and and. Uh, there's there's some powerful <laughs> meanings in in this particular song that I think when Jim even wrote it, reading it afterwards, it was a little bit like, whoa, I I don't wow, this has a couple more layers than I realized. <laughs> so 
and and I think that happens a lot that we start something and we don't always realize the layers that were there until we go back and revisit it later on. Yeah, which is why things keep cycling around for it. But you bring in in those lyrics another aspect of passion. I mean, this the the, the spring equinox kicks off a natural passion between people. Right. And right. that is the, the the mating call. You know, that is the wild love getting started, the fire ignited within. But this is yeah. in a different layer of passion that is so appropriate to this equinox. <laughs> as right, well. right, right. And, yeah, and the stanza is actually really relevant, too, um, for the equinox. Stepping through the veil reborn, expanding radiating source, through infinite waves returned, released and given back to Earth. Mm. Um, that's very much, you know, what uh, what we're all talking about here with this uh, with this spring equinox. Absolutely, and and this is powerful. And then across the bridge, what about that one? Oh, oh that's actually what I was talking about. Which, which, you <laughs> yeah, know what? Sorry. I, I think, I'm sorry. No, that no, was probably an easy confusion because I switched pretty quickly over to that song. Um, so those those last lines that, that Ashley read off, or stanzas, I should say, were okay. from uh, Across the Bridge. And, uh, mm-hmm. um, and in just to sort of complete that, that idea, the, one of the last stanzas in there is, with every, step, with every step we take within Across the Bridge Where Love Transcends All Limitations, Fear, and Doubts, Foreboding Thoughts That Keep Us Bound. And you know, I think that's where we're at is shedding this, this, the, the old, you know, shedding our skin so that we can be uh, reborn again into, um, into you know, uh, our new beginnings. New beginnings. Yeah. 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 There's a lot to let go of right now. You know, at this time, especially you know, for us, we're going through our own processes with that, and you know, we're seeing it, you know, reflected in, in uh, you know, our relationships with um, our friends and family and other people and. You know, the, uh, a, a lot of us are going through the, the sort of pains of, of shedding that skin and, and letting go of the old stories that we've been holding on to and the projections of those stories onto the fear of the future and, and, and that, you know, all those tendencies that are holding us back from birthing the true vision that we have in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, and that is so true. We have been asked to let go of so much and and cross that proverbial bridge into mm-hmm. a new way of being, a new way of thinking, um, not just because of the seasonal new year, but because we've actually gone through this ascension process over the last two and a half years, which just completed on the 17th, a couple of days ago. And uh, I think this is so so powerful, and we do. We have to be willing to let go if we're going to get to that next space. And that brings me to a, a song that I'm hoping you can share a little bit about that I'd like to share with people that's called Between Worlds. Um, what's behind that one? <laughs> um, well, you know, that it ties in similarly. Um, you know, that's that's about really, in some ways, you know, emptying oneself um, in order to get filled up again, and uh, and and it is about taking that sort of metaphorical journey within, 
and breaking through uh, to the essence of what we are. And it's also about this, you know, a little bit of um, about our, you know, in an autobiographical way about, um, you know, our our journey and uh, and breaking through those walls and 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 being able to take chances and, and have trust and faith in uh, in our service and what we feel we've been called to do. Um, and, uh, and you know, there's also, you know, some imagery in there about, um, about us, you know, uh, let me just back up in here a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, there's, there's, there's the idea that that you know there's a lot of distractions there's a lot of um there's a lot of there is an illusory. there is a sort of illusory thing going on um you know and you know there are still a lot of people who are operating um you know under the the this maya and the illusion of uh the sort of identification with the outer world with uh with uh, you know material possessions with uh you know uh uh, what they believe, who they believe they are, based on you know over identification with uh, you know uh, perhaps you know a, a, a religion or their culture or whatever, and um, and um, you know there's 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 a line in the song, um, you know, uh, it's a, or a stands in the song that says, "Across the walls and barricades we have built within is a temple worth finding, but through darkness we begin." Sweet illusions all around to lure us away, polishing the mirror with the longings that we crave. And I think that really kind of reflects, you know, uh, that sort of illusory thing that we're talking about, and uh, and the more internal aspect of uh, of what's what's really real within us, and um, and being able to sort of, you know, um, be between the worlds, and again tying into that bridge, bridge the spiritual. You know, with this with this world here, and uh, and um, and being able to create that bridge. And I think that this is so appropriate. And you've given some great things that I encourage people to kind of meditate on um, when we play this song here. Uh, meditating that, that you know, it's that darkness, it's that empty space, it's that chaos, as some people call it, where things began, and that's where we've been for the last two and a half years. And now we are in the transition for probably about another five years um, where we are going to be sitting between worlds. And as our listeners are, are hearing this song, I think it would be great for them to do a little visualization for themselves or even just tune in on an emotional level and feel themselves getting completely empty and feel what it would be like to make that breakthrough right now, starting today, um, and to step out in trust and faith and have that affirmed. I think that would be a really powerful focus for our listeners as they as they listen to this and um, and do that because it really we are sitting for probably the next five years between worlds, between the way things happen and what they're moving into. So let's do that. Let's play this and let's give them a chance to um, take a little journey <laughs> as we do. Uh-huh. Well, that happens. Beautiful. 
Beth, you are listening to Activating Compassion Radio, and today our guests, our musical guest, Jim and Ashley Cash of Woven Green, and that particular song we were just listening to is called Between the Worlds, and it was kind of giving us a chance to do a little visualizing, meditating with that song um, in there, and, and just kind of, you know, letting go and tuning into the breakthroughs, because this is definitely a gigantic breakthrough time on numerous levels within, without across the globe, across the universe. <laughs> it's a big time for us. <laughs> um, you know, Jupiter, Ashley, I, I'd love to have some insight for you because from you, I guess, for maybe some of those people out there. Matter of fact, I, I do want to mention, too, in the chat room, I had somebody, you know, say that, um, hey, they're really good. I like them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's got a great sound. Um, Thank you, said, yeah. whoever wrote that. Very nice you. <laughs> and um, so, you know, maybe share a little bit, because we've been talking about these spring equinox breakthroughs, and I'm sure that there are people out there whose passion is music, and that that's something they want to start bringing their music into the world. And I, we're really in a time, I was thinking about it the other day, I thought, you know, we really haven't had any big breakthrough musicians in several years. I'm still on the current radio stations hearing things like from the 80s and the 90s. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, there hasn't been anything new. And I think we're headed into some times based on what I've seen in the planet that we're going to start seeing some new artists come out, which we commonly see in times of after depression and things like that anyways. Yeah. But um, what, what advice, maybe what suggestions would you have for people who are wanting to bring their passion out? Well, I think that, you know, that we are on the um, the, the brink of a lot of explosion of excitement and, and um, you know, creative energy, and that, you know, that's always a good thing to go with when you feel it. But, um, you know, I, I will say, too, that the music industry has been, it's changed drastically, um, you know, just in the last 10 years even. Um, so it, it's it's sort of like new territory in a lot of ways, especially if you're an independent artist. It's like... All the old paradigms aren't working there either. So we're we're really you know it's all about empowering yourself and you know um, you know really just not being afraid to to just try it and get out there and if it means playing in some some really difficult gigs or difficult you know uh, rooms or maybe not getting uh, the response you want you just have to keep doing it and you know I we've we've really had to look at that ourselves like it's been kind of grueling at times and difficult how could this beautiful thing be so hard? <laughs> um, but uh, we're still, you know, keeping on with it. And, you know, I, I, we feel like we're, you know, moving into a new phase with our music and, and hopefully our ability to reach more people with it. And uh, I really think that it's about faith. And if you know you have a, a gift, it's, you have to let it loose. You can't you can't keep that quiet. And uh, it, it'll eat you alive in a way if you, uh, if you try to you know, suppress it, and uh, I had I had tried. I really did. I honestly tried to suppress it, and <laughs> it didn't work. So, <laughs> do you have anything to say about that? Please? Yeah, I mean, uh, things have a funny way of ma- manifesting themselves in ways that we may not always foresee. And sometimes when we have an expectation of how we're going to uh, get to a certain place, um, you know, that, that can... It would be dangerous territory, or at least you have to be cautious about um, 
of not being attached to the outcome. Mm. And what what are your reasons? And you know what yeah what are what are the real reasons you know with it because if you're not if if you're finding yourself no well, no doubt there's going to be challenges and um, we can kind of you know touch on that too but if if you're not having joy with it uh, if you're in a you know place where you're you're too attached uh, to how that's going to look and um, then you know you can really find yourself in a precarious you know situation and uh, and so there's a lot of voices out there you know that are going to you know try to rob you of the uh, purity of what you're putting out there and you know are the things that have worked for us you know are uh, are you know balancing our lives you know with um, you know simple things like you know in certain modalities um, like being out in nature and being in in in, uh, in uh, places of quiet retreat uh, where we're not you know always um, you know driven and bombarded by um, you know uh, what we're trying to do um, and it gets us out of the the, the mode of trying yeah. too and doing and uh, and just being and you have to have that space you have to have that space of, of just being and allowing um, and again I think it comes back to that idea of of you know that that careful balance of of you know certainly not being lethargic or falling into the false mindset too that you know I think a lot of people who may have taken this whole law of attraction thing to uh, an extreme and say well if I just think it you know it's going to happen well no you have to have the action too but I think that uh, if you have too much of one or the other. Um, you know that's when things can get out of balance, and you have to find that 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 delicate point of meeting the universe halfway, and, uh, and you know again believing and trusting and uh, and um, not letting too many other voices uh, dictate you know uh, limitations or how things you know uh, will be or should be or you know all that. Okay, you just gave me directions I could go in like six different directions and do at least a show of them. So I'm, I'm going to try to highlight that. here. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's perfect. It's Come on, pick one. A lot of incredibly great, great, wonderful points in here that are really important for people to keep in mind when they start on their, their path. As you say, it's great to have the positive thought and that can really help self-consider us in motion and, and help motivate us and all of those things but we still have to take the action. And as Ashley mentioned, you know, just because you step onto your passion and your creativity, and we hear this frequently, if you just follow that, all the doors will open up and life will be a miracle. Well, I believe life will be a miracle, but what we forget is that miracle is oftentimes found in the challenges. (laughs) And those so-called overnight sensations have always you know, have have a lot of times been working on things for 10 years or 20 years, and I'm not saying that everybody's right. going to take that long to get there, but they're not genuinely normally overnight sensations, you know. Um, it's not like somebody goes down and goes, hmm, I wonder what it would be like to pick up a saxophone, go down to the music store, pick up a saxophone, walk out in the park, start playing, and all of a sudden somebody's discovered them, and they're, you know, the next day they've got a contract. Um, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't quite work that way <laughs> in this mm-hmm. world. Well, yeah, and I think uh, it was, what you're saying about the challenges is so important, too, because, you know, we, we can look back at ourselves over the last 10 years of, of having been together and doing this and, 
You know, we can see, like, places where we were so frustrated and we felt so not supported. And, you know, when we look back at those, we're you know, we wouldn't have been ready at, at that time. We wouldn't have been ready to handle, you know, taking it to the next level then. We needed to this training ground. We needed to make these mistakes. We needed to get a little lost on the way and, and have the challenges to, to, to present that um, that sort of pushback to to go. Oh my God, that's my big fat ego. Okay, well let me uh, <laughs> let me let me look at that again, and uh, or let me like lick my wounds for a little while and figure out you know what it is that uh, is really driving my you know passion and get clear with it. And um, I, so it, it isn't all for you at all, some, but I think it's I've important. had some great sparring matches with my ego. <laughs> What's that? I said, I think I've had some great sparring matches with my ego along the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, I mean, I think following your bliss does not mean your life will be blissful. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that, too, that Ashley mentioned that, too, because we, we oftentimes, you know, share a brain, and I was just getting ready to to, to mention brain that, too. Hockey. I really was, um, uh, which is no surprise. Um, but, yeah, you know, uh, we've, we really fell in love with with Joseph Campbell's work early on, um, and uh, you know one of the things, you know one of the the famous quotes that I think uh, people may have misinterpreted a little bit is the whole "follow your bliss" you know idea. And um, I know later, you know Joseph Campbell had reflected on that um, that idea, and uh, and what he was saying was that um, you know it doesn't it's not. It's not that you should always expect that your life is is going to be blissful or happy. Um, you know, the hero's journey is filled with trials and tribulations, and that the the, the following your bliss is all part of uh, experiencing the pains and pleasures of it, and 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 being you know okay with that, and uh, and taking the challenge, and and I think that's that's really wise um, because that's certainly you know what we've we've come to just, you know, uh, appreciate and um, and be in the balance with. Well, and definitely, and I think that the reality of it is, is no matter what we're doing in life, there are going to be some trials and tribulations because that's sort of what we're here to do. We're here to learn and we're here to experience. And you mentioned also, Jim, about being unattached to the outcome, and this is a big one that I talk about all the time, get unattached to that outcome because that's like saying, Darn it, I'm going to get to this destination if it kills me. And you know what? Sometimes it does for people, I hate to say. Right. But we need to let go of that and say it really isn't about that. It's about the journey. It's about the experience that you're having in the journey. Um, and, and it's what you're getting along the way. And what makes it fulfilling is not always that it's an easy road. But, you know, oftentimes I've found in my challenges I've had some of the greatest, most fulfilling experiences of my life. But that getting unattached to the outcome where you can, once you do that, I feel like that's the space that you can really embrace what the divine is working with you on. Um, That's the space where you really start to get to enjoy it because the ego steps out of the way, basically, and, and, and that's where you really get into the meat of the journey, so to, so to say. And you mentioned also about reasons, really look at the reasons. And whether somebody's looking to be a musician or otherwise, I think this is an important thing. And I, I stress this because when we look at the planetary influences right now, 
It's all about integrity. And you're not going to get away from integrity, you know, from dealing with the whatever your choices are. If you choose to go forward strictly because of the money and the celebrityness and the prestigeness, you're, you may be sacrificing some other things. And you may find yourself in some high rooms that you don't want to be in. Uh, we're seeing this particularly when we look at the, the coinciding of Pluto and Capricorn and how that's going to affect big corporations. And, and we're going to see some downfalls. We're going to continue to see a lot of exposure of big corporations for a while uh, in things and in, in big government things and stuff like that. So when we get down to it, integrity is a really huge key. And if the reasons you're doing something is because you're, you're, you're really, truly passionate about it, you really have an energy about it, it really opens your heart, and you're willing to, to do it in integrity. And I know this has been a challenge for my work where people have said, oh, just take this out. Just take one more bone out. We'll thrust you into the limelight. And I'm like, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. That's not the energy I want to be. And so I think knowing those reasons behind why you're doing it. Are you doing it because you genuinely love it? Or are you doing it because of the money and the prestige and things like that? And that is so important with what we were talking about because it's not going to be an easy road. So if you're doing it for any reason besides loving it, (laughs) it's going to be a a challenge. And now you're both very passionate you, you, I, I call you musicians with a purpose. <laughs> you, you have other passions there about the earth as well. And I'm thinking that, I, and I don't know, I'm jumping off of intuition here, so I could be wrong, that possibly some of your your other passions in life uh, and what you're bringing forth, your purpose in life, may be tied to the song Moving Mountains. Am I right or am I off key, way off? Oh, no, absolutely. That's, you know, right on. Yeah, we've had uh, we've been you know environmental activists uh, for a while, and you know we we had to really think about what that means, and you know we really really want to change the apathy that we see uh, in relationship to the earth and the way that people uh, really don't. It's not in a lot of people's consciousness. They're not aware of what's happening, and and some of that's deliberate, but. Um, you know, we, we've always wanted to herald that cause uh, and bring that to, to people's attention. Uh, and, and we consider different ways of doing that. You know, okay, do we join Greenpeace? Do we, do, you know, do we go out, you know, and sign petitions? You know, how are we going to go about that? And, you know, when we really asked ourselves that, it was like, well, you know, we, we need to put that into our music because that's, that's part of sharing the awareness and that's, you know, uh, that, that's really where our gift is. You know, so we can't get off track by that, you know, the passion of wanting to, you know, uh, fight against the corporations and everything that are, that are, um, you know, sort of sowing the seeds of dissent around, around, you know, the relationship to the earth and everything. So, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we found a way to fuse it into what we're doing with um, our music and hopefully it's helped. And, you know, it's all very natural, too. Um a lot of times when when you know I'm writing a song, oftentimes the the guitar or the the the, the written, I should say the uh, instrumental aspect of it will will come first. Um, you know I might have a, a melodic idea or you know a rhythm or chord progression that I'm using, and I'll reflect on what the music is trying to convey. Um, 
because I feel there's a story in there waiting to be told. And it was only natural for me to uh, to incorporate, you know, our passion uh, for the earth and the environment. Um, and, you know, going back to, you know, something that you were saying about the corporations and, you know, about what is motivating our reasons for, for you know, doing anything, you know, what is our service? These are questions that we need to ask and the very important questions. Um, and, you know, if we're operating still under the, under the paradigm of profit at the expense of, you know, other people or the planet, um, then, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of pain and suffering. And uh, we have seen a lot of pain and suffering. Um, and, um, and so I think that we really need to change the way we think about that. And, uh, and the profit should be about how we uplift everybody, the people, all the people on the planet, and we make the world a, uh, a more sustainable and better place to live in. And uh, and that's part of our message. And the message there is is hopefully one to empower people um, to not be afraid of of letting of uh, you know uh, speaking their voice about these issues. Because I think that a lot of pe- people probably are passionate about it, but they're also suppressed and they also feel a lot of fear of what other people might think. You know about uh, you know saying some of the things that they are saying. And, I think we're, we're 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 definitely moving beyond that. More people are are becoming uninhibited in that way, um, but um, we're happy to help people sort of emerge from that shell. Yeah, and another aspect of that is, you know, what I, when especially I get to witness Jim writing his songs, and I see often, um, you know, when when anyone is faced with like a, a shadow and a dark side of of things. It can be very difficult to process, and what songwriting does for Jim personally, is, from where I'm sitting anyway, sorry to speak for you, but um, <laughs> is it's a healing process. It's a way to process those emotions, those difficult things, and and seeing the devastation, and seeing the apathy, and seeing the just disregard for the planet. Um, it, it hurts on a soul level. It's a very painful thing to witness. And uh, many people just have learned how to kind of shut that off, and they're desensitized. They they just kind of don't go there. Um, but you know, we go there and we look at it, and and these songs are a way to internally heal that process. How do we look at this, and how do we find a, some piece of beauty to share with people and show them that you know this this is happening, but it. That, that we can come together, or in a, it's um it's an interesting healing process as well. And you sit in a really great place of power because music is an incredible catalyst for doing this. It's, it's one of those ones that is maybe easier in some ways than the outright protesting of <laughs> things. Right, right, uh, right. If people are ready to listen to that, they're more accepting of that coming through, but. It is an example that we can't just harbor these desires inside of us, and we do need to to find whatever our outlet is for providing that feeling, for speaking up. And as you say, definitely more and more people are getting comfortable with taking their stand and things and in speaking up about things. And it's brought a lot of awareness to the forefront because I can say even for myself. I wasn't aware of a lot of things um, 
15 years ago, 20 years ago, when I was dealing with some health issues that were going on with food and things like that. And people speaking up have brought that out and allowed me to be aware and be more proactive and in how I handle my life and and what I do. So I think these are very important things. And and I know you guys have had your challenges as well <laughs> in venues, uh, places, because of your passion. But you bring out also another good point, which I've mentioned to many people when they're bringing their passion out, which is um, what does the music want? You said, what does the music want to be? What does it want to convey? And I've talked to store owners about this. I say, you know, go in and take a look at your store and ask it every day, what do you want to become? As opposed to forcing our own will there, per se, but what do you want to develop into? And it starts to bring a different layer of success and harmonizing and synchronizing that is really powerful. I'm going to play the song Moving Mountain and give people a chance to listen to that for a moment. And when we come back from this song, uh, we're going to delve into a point that you brought up also in the process of all those other great points, <laughs> which is about nature and uh, talk about that. Awesome.
Moving mountains stand aside, gonna lay the hillside low. Thank you. Thank you so much. And welcome back to Activating Compassion Radio. And you were just listening to actually a live version of Moving Mountains with Jim and Ashley Cash, who are of Welcome Green, and they are um, my guests today on, on Activating Compassion Radio. And if you missed any part of the show, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it from the beginning because we've been incorporating a lot of things about equinox going on, what's happening in our world today, uh, their thoughts, their insights into their music, and, you know, this is just a really powerful show, and, and you definitely want to catch it from the beginning on there. So, um, you know, Jim and Ashley, one of the things that you mentioned a little bit before we played that song was you mentioned that sometimes you just need to go out and be in nature, and, you know, it kind of gets you out of that forced state and opens things up, and one of the areas that you're doing more work with, I would say, I guess, in recent times, is doing the sort of sound healing aspect, working with sounds of nature. Um, love for you to share a little bit more about that. Sure, yeah. That's, that has been a very exciting a new field that we've kind of opened up uh, into. And well, I guess we explored it for the last couple of years and again it's sort of one of those things that uh seem in- inevitable um we had certain synchronistic uh you know events occur and people that we have met that have um opened sort of opened up that path for us and uh we've always been into you know um meditation and and healing ambient music uh bowls and Native American flutes and all that stuff. And I think that we thought, you know, a while back that that would be something that we would get into, you know, later, many years down the road, um, as we sort of settled down or whatever. But uh, either the time was was now to sort of open that up, and it's been it's been a real joy. It's also been very healing to uh, explore that that aspect of ourselves and. Um, yeah, and then, and the nature sounds in particular uh, have been a, a really fun thing. We've we've been collecting, uh, you know, we have frogs and crickets and cicadas and, and just things that sounds that we have just right here um, by the Potomac River at our house, you know, in the uh, you know in the park nearby, and and those sounds that we find so important, you know, just 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 the acts of taking off your shoes and walking in the woods a little bit, or you know, it, just being outside away from all the, uh, you know, intensity and away from the drive to do and be and, and create, um, the the sounds can immediately remind you. Or you hear those, you know, those frogs singing. It just takes you immediately into a different brainwave state where you can, you know, let go. And uh, being able to incorporate that into, you know, the musical aspects of what we're doing has been a really, really fun project that's uh, <laughs> funny enough, you know, we've had so much intensity about run, having a rock band and then on the other side doing the sound <laughs> healing. It's been really, really important for us to have that balance and, you know, we're finding now we're like doing a, a big meditation and a sound meditation event 
uh, one night, and then the next night, you know, going out and playing a heavy rock, and then we're in church, and it's just, it's like we're covering all the aspects <laughs> of what we need for expression. <laughs> so, And you're definitely multidimensional as musicians, as we've been carrying through your music and the show, and it's interesting because we have the, we have the nature sounds around, let's face it, you know, decades ago, a couple of decades ago, they came out with, you know, the, the clocks that wake you up to nature sounds. And, you right. know, of course, uh, one of my previous guests, Stephen Halpern, has done work with that. But I think this is becoming more and more important again. It's not just like, hey, let's listen to nature and synchronize the brainwave a little bit, uh, as it's been in the past. This is becoming a critical piece for, as you say, actually balance in the world because, more and more people are 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 you know stuck to that uh, iPad or the you know the iPhone or the computer and they're not getting out in nature and there's a That's lot right. of times that they they can't for whatever reason because of their work and they're working these intense hours and I tell people put something like this on in the background because it will help you synchronize. It'll help you flow better with your work. You'll be more efficient, and you won't be so stressed out. And it's not just about the stress factor, but it's about what we've been talking about during the show today as well, which is the natural cycles and the seasons. And it it synchronizes us to those cycles, and that is invaluable because that's what keeps us connected with spirit on earth and allows us to do the earthly manifestation while staying in the spiritual space. That's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I find this a very, very powerful aspect in here. Um, have you had, has there been any particular transformation? You talk about enjoying Jumping from the rock to the <laughs> to the soundscapes and and creating that balance, but has there been any particular experience that has stood out in the process of doing the soundscape work? Yeah, or maybe yeah. Let me share yeah. with the sound dream pond that you created. With that, I'm sorry. Dream pond. Oh, dream. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, there's there was major transformation um, really that you're touching upon, and actually, it was it was um, right around the solstice last year. Um, you know, we had some interesting breakthroughs, and um, and um, you know, certain psychic uh, phenomena that had taken place. That um, would be really uh, elaborate to talk in in too much detail about now, but. Um, um, you know, essentially, it, it opened up uh, a space for us to, to clear out, um, you know, some um, some energy and you know old stories and and uh, and, uh, and and move into this uh, also into this space here. And um, uh, we had we had just done a, a, a radio interview uh, up in Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Um, this was last summer. Right, uh, right before the solstice, I believe, and uh, and uh, we stopped after it, well, the conversation that we had had was was very much tied into um, Native American culture and the, the reverence and respect that they had for uh, nature and uh, and their sort of spiritual understanding of of the world. And uh, shortly after that, we had stopped in this uh, New Age uh, bookstore. Um, 
after we'd had that radio show. And uh, there were uh, Native American flutes uh, up on display for sale. And Ashley had prompted me to uh, to try one out. Now, I had been dabbling uh, with flutes via, you know, MIDI, which is, you know, through keyboards, um, exploring, um, you know, sound healing um, meditation with a project that I was working on uh, with a, a friend of ours. Um, so I had, had um, a pull towards that instrument, but I hadn't actually considered, you know, actually playing on one yet. And, uh and that prompting had uh, had occurred there in 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 the store, and, and I immediately felt this uh, this um, familiarity with that instrument, and you know it was definitely a um, a sort of magical moment uh, for for me, and and then it was we we ended up buying that flute, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and then you know a couple. You know, a couple of weeks later, you know, we 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 had started. Um, I started composing with it. It was, you know, just almost kind of an immediate, you know, uh, creative um, exploration. And uh, and in in the in the process, Ashley was also, you know, discovering um, her voice in a new way through, um, you know, vocal toning and uh, frequencies, and also using, uh, you know, Tibetan bowls. And so, some really beautiful stuff was emerging from that. Um, but the Dream Pond sample. Um, that uh, that you're referring to that is um that is part of a project that we are work currently working on we're getting ready to uh to actually uh, uh launch a uh pledge uh, music campaign um and where we'll be asking for um you know love offerings uh, to actually, help it's, support it's really that. to pledge to pre-order the CD we're actually going to have a release date on the solstice for our first meditation CD which we seemed we felt was fitting considering that was when he got his first flute and I got my first bowl, so um, we're uh, yeah. So we're going to be releasing that CD on the 21st of June, uh, but we have um, a pledge drive that's going to start in uh, in April actually, and uh, you'll have a chance to pre-order the CD uh, as you know in order to help us out a little bit, just to get some money up front so that we can take care of the expenses that are involved in in an album and all that. Um, but uh yes that's that's one of our exciting directions that's going on right now. Yeah, we're very excited about that. Um so anyways, the uh the dream pond is just a sample of, you know, we're basically putting four meditations together that are about 20 minutes uh, in length and each one will be themed a little bit differently. So this is this is exciting and here again bringing it full circle into the seasons and the the cycles of the year. And uh, it's very interesting, the timing of how that came to you, obviously from another seed planted, but, you know, it started to grow and develop. And here you are a year later or whatever amount of time later in the same timing of the year with these influences that are really going to allow you to thrive and flourish in this Mm -hmm. arena. Um, And I I love the singing bowl. Yeah, we felt really happy. You know, the, the on the last solstice, we actually had uh, we created our uh, a medicine wheel and we uh, did a blessing ceremony for it. And you know, we set forth a lot of the uh, intentions that that have brought us into this year. And and it's really been a such a powerful year since then. And you know, it, there's so much to look forward to right now. It's it's, it's kind of overwhelming. <laughs> actually, when we when when we completed the, the, the medicine wheel, it was on uh, the, the summer solstice. And and we, what we were doing is we were uh, uh, 
uh, carrying rocks from the uh, from the nearby uh, stream, uh, maybe about a half mile from where the medicine wheel is located, and uh, and we we did that very you know carefully you know uh, in in a sort of meditative state you know uh, um, you know uh, drawing to us which stones that we wanted to use and 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 asking if they wanted to be removed from uh, from their <laughs> previous location. Uh, to this uh, sacred spot, and um, the last stones that we that we took um, uh, and, and, and carried over to the medicine wheel, um, this really interesting uh, experience happened. I, I've, I've never felt anything quite like this before, but um, we had uh, one of our friends who was also participating in the completion of the circle, and uh, and her and I were carrying the the, the last stones uh, to be placed in the cardinal directions, and uh, and we felt this vibration uh you know in our in our arms started in our hands and just went up our arms and i had sensed it and before i could say anything about it uh our, our friend uh, katrina had 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 voiced out this uh uh that she was experiencing these this vibration this intense vibration and uh and uh, um you know i was in awe um because I was experiencing the same thing, and as we as we sort of affirmed what we were feeling, that vibration went through our whole body, um, and it was just incredibly intense and uh, and, and quite magical. Um, so, and that's a great example of how oftentimes when again we're doing things uh, with purpose, with integrity. Uh, asking permission, and I can just imagine the whole journey uh, and the symbology behind carrying these stones that distance to finally put these these final pieces into place. And and what you're describing is very similar to what I've heard people describe when they bring together, for example, crystal skulls and the vibrations that uh, happen. And I've seen it myself in work that I've done in the past uh, with this. And so very powerful experiences, not only the connecting with nature and the being in nature, but the way the energy brings about this resonance when we're operating with reverence. And um, I want to go ahead and play this sample and give people a chance to experience this because this is something that they then need to connect with you and be open to what you're bringing in, and the work that you're doing regarding this uh, area as well. And again, this is Green Pond Sample.
know, maybe you can. Can I try it? You are listening to Activating Compassion Radio. This is Jesse Ann Nichols Georgian. Today's guests are Jim and Ashley Posh of Woven Green. And that song that we were just listening to is actually called Green on Sample, which is a, a new, kind of newer area that they're going into. And uh, that's working with soundscapes, Native American flutes. Um, just, I think, for the, the, the short amount of time that we've been working with those instruments, really a phenomenal uh, bringing together of that work, I have to say. <laughs> you know, it sounds like you've been doing <laughs> you. it for years and years and years. So. Yeah, it's funny. You know, when he picked up that flute, something just sort of happened. I think, uh, I, don't, I don't know, you know, what 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 it was, but it was as if he had been playing it his whole life. So. Yeah, there was and that feeling of familiarity, you know, with it. And uh, um, it definitely felt... It de- definitely felt that way. It felt like I had had a relationship with this, you know, already. And uh, it's a special feeling, for sure. Yeah, so we're real excited about that, the, the CD, because it's, um, you know, tw- they're, each of the tracks is 20 minutes, and they all sort of go on a bit of a journey, so there's different, you know, phases in each one. And uh, it's, you know, designed for meditation. Definitely not driving music. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally just sit back and listen to that and go. And it it actually reminds me, it transcends me in a way that uh, when I first started on my journey in meditation and visualization was very, very powerful, working in combination with gemstones and crystals and things like that. And I was doing a lot of healing work, like quantum energy healing work. And this was like 35 years ago. <laughs> and... Mm, wow. and um, and it was Stephen Halpern, and it was, uh, um, I'm trying to think who the other group was. It wasn't Carlos Nakai, but it was, um, it was another group that was right in that same time. Matter of fact, Stephen Halpern worked with, oh, it was Katara. That's who it reminds me of in some ways, it's Katara. And, um, mm, yeah. 
Awesome. I would have the most powerful meditations and visualizations working with that music, and I have not heard anything probably since then that has taken me to a journey the way this does. So in my book, that's a huge compliment. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah, we've actually been doing um, these meditations live lately, and that's been uh, a really, really interesting experience because, you know, we have uh, we do it for an hour, and we have you know a room full of people, and and everybody afterwards always has these really interesting experiences, and they tell us all about you know their journey and where they went and what they saw, and and it's uh, it's been really, really, really cool to uh, open that up and and also make it accessible for people to get into meditative states without. You know, sometimes sometimes people don't know. They don't know how to do it. They don't, uh, you know, maybe know how to do it without sound. It, it's like your mind just goes crazy and you can't quite sit down and settle it. And, you know, music has a way of uh, sort of guiding uh, without too much brain work. <laughs> so It's and been really interesting is- to see the, um, the, the sort of wave, the sort of new wave of, of – of uh, people getting into sound healing, it, it, you know, even uh, a famous actor Jeff Bridges has been, uh, you know, out there creating, you know, meditative, you know, soundtrack CDs, and it's really neat to see, um, you know, sort of this, you know, uprising of people uh, you know, creating, um, you know, getting into the power of sound and in, in, in resonance, and uh, it's it's neat to have found ourselves. You know, uh, you know, you know, in, in that field. So very exciting stuff. Very exciting, and and I think it just comes back to it's what connects us with our natural rhythm. And uh, you know, as you brought up earlier, it really when when we pick something up like you did with the flute gem, and and it's coded in us. You know, it's obviously something we've done. In lifetimes, I mean, this is where the types of things like Mozart sits down and plays the piano at three years old. You know, you can't do mm-hmm. that without having some sort of past life <laughs> just coding in there that you are yeah. soul coding. And it's so important to listen to that when it comes along. And and people oftentimes say, how do I know what my past lives are about to me? And I go, pay attention to what you're really drawn to, to what just sparks this interest in you that that you may not be able to explain it, but you know you're supposed to pick that up and try it or work with it. And um, and I know when I I picked up and worked with the singing bowls and the and the Tibetan singing bells, um, it's just it to me I'm gone. I'm <laughs> I'm off in this whole other space with it, and I and it's just magnificent. Now I would love to have you guys take a a couple of minutes here and kind of share maybe where people can connect with you, where you have uh, things that you're going on, how they can say, hey, can you guys come in and do a healing event for us? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, We've uh, recently launched a new website, and that's uh, wovengreenmusic.com. And uh, you can really uh, find out all about everything that we're doing there. We have, um, you know, regular monthly soundscape meditations here in the northern Virginia area. Um, and uh, our pledge drive is going to be beginning in April. So as long as you sign up on uh, for our email list, which we don't send out crazy amounts of emails, just a regular, you know, once a month type of thing, 
Um, but uh, if you sign up for that, then you'll know about our pledge drive. Um, and you can also like us on Facebook uh, so you can, um, you know, learn how to get this new meditation CD that's coming out. Um, and I believe at the end of the program we're going to be playing um, Leap of Faith, which is also a bonus track on our new CD. Uh, so if you feel drawn to that, there will be a way for you to get that um, in both download form and CD form. But uh, So, yeah, please visit our website to learn all about that. Um, and we also have another project, which is uh, sort of a, a side thing that we've been starting here, in, and that's actually our, our new rock band, which is called One Leap. And it's a very positive-driven, um, you know, uh, classic rock-style music. Uh, so we, <laughs> we have our hands on a bunch of things. So if you want to learn about any of that, uh, we are touring regularly locally around uh, Northern Virginia area, and we are hoping next summer to be on the road a little bit more. So if anyone listening has a desire to bring us out to where you are or to have a private meditation, sound healing session, anything like that, we have ways to contact us on our website. Again, there's a, a couple other things, too. Um, part of the pledge drive that we're going to be doing, um, part of the pledge exclusives include, say, if you buy, um, if you donate a certain amount of money, uh, we'll offer a private, you know, sound uh, healing session at your home. Uh, and so we have a variety of different options uh, for those who, um, who uh, you know, want to support that. And, uh and also some of the um some of the the the, the proceeds to that will go to um, oh yeah the world sound healing charity the world sound he- healing charity um you know something that we uh, we really believe in too so um it's all very exciting we've got a number of different you know facets uh to what we're doing with woven green itself and then also with one leap so there's the sound healing aspect of what we're doing with woven green and Ashley and I also still have the ensemble which is the same members within the band who, who are, are part of uh, a sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess more acoustic, you know, uh, driven aspect of what we're doing, and uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, Ashley and ourselves are also out on the uh, road, you know, performing um, as a duet and sometimes a trio with a uh, with a percussionist, and we do a lot of. Um, of uh, Sunday morning church services at uni- Unitarian and Unity churches and spiritual centers and that sort of thing. And uh, it's been a real joy and blessing to uh, reach people in that way, too. Yeah, and and I do encourage people, and definitely I, I want to stay posted on that. And I was just sitting here listening to you going, okay, I need to get my manifestation ticket going. Because <laughs> my mom has private healing sessions. And and I know I've said it before, but I I just dream of of bringing you into some sort of collaboration with me for some sort of retreat uh, down the line. uh, Oh, yeah, I think there's so many possibilities. It's exciting. I can't wait till you uh, come out this way again and we can connect uh, some more. I will be out there this fall, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm just so excited about what you're doing and, and I could just imagine you know how powerful that would be uh, to experience and I definitely encourage people you know share the show help them out get signed up on their email list so that you can stay on top of when the sled drive starts um, it, you know you guys kind of remind me in some ways of Shenshai music that I use on the show regularly and 
when I met them, they were kind of doing the same thing. They were starting in these little venues, and they were all around Sedona. And then, you know, the next thing I know, I go and look, and they've got, like, multiple CDs, and they're traveling the world. And, <laughs> and it's kind of like, wow, they boomed really quick, didn't they, you know? But, you know, same kind of thing, just this passion and this sincere, genuine energy for their their music and um so give us a little insight. We've talked about that again, wovengreenmusic.com. You have a beautiful website. Uh, I absolutely love it. Uh, there, go and check it out. Buy some CDs while you're there because um, <laughs> you won't regret it. I um, Before my events in Ojai, matter of fact, I was playing the CDs that you guys gave me, and I'm like, I'm just going to play this, and it's going to put me in a fantastic space going into my venues, and that's what I did. And I, I, I will just start doing that before every venue. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. That's so beautiful. Well, we can't thank you enough for having us on your show. And, you know, and also, too, we we want to say how excited we are for you and all the wonderful work that uh, that you have been doing and, uh, and, your, and your journey. It's uh, truly inspiring, and uh, it's, uh, it's a blessing. Thank you. So if you can, give us a little summary here of what you'd like to leave everybody with. And and maybe tie that in with leap of faith for it as well on this beautiful equinox time. Honor yourself. Don't be afraid to take chances, and uh, follow the path with heart. And that's what leap of faith is. Uh, uh, I think that's a perfect way to 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 end this show for today. Wonderful. It has just been such a joy and such a pleasure. Um, I am so, so grateful that you could be on my spring equinox show with me and sharing this energy and helping bring forward just these amazing, amazing things into the world. So thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. And as we look forward into the upcoming weeks here on uh, Activating Compassion Radio, uh, with us. And I was trying to think, you know, next week, who do I have? And <laughs> I don't even have the notes in front of me of who's coming now. I know who I have next week. I've got Claire Candy Hugh, and you're going to love to listen into her show because it's all about uh, twin flames, twin flames and soulmates. You know, what a perfect accompaniment and follow up to this and to the time of year that we're in where people are really starting to step into those. We've had soulmates that have been. With us, a lot of people have noticed soulmates stepped in uh, during the last three to five years here, and they were here to see us through this ascension process, and now a lot of people are going to be opening up to finding their true twin flame. So this is an exciting time, so it's going to be great to have her on. You can, again, check out all of my work, video tips that I have going on, which I put out every month, uh, books that I have. matter of fact, right now, Activating Compassion is available for only 99 cents as an ebook, That is my March special, so you can still pick that up before the end of this month. Again, check out Jim and Ashley's music, uh, com. Go in there, get your own CD. We've shared a little piece of it. They've got a huge variety of stuff, depending on what your kind of preferences are for music. Beautiful stuff on there. Uh, again, I'm on tour right now. I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area broadcasting to you from the beautiful bay in the spring equinox here, getting ready to go from here. After this weekend's events, I'll be headed up to Portland, Oregon, 
doing some work at uh, workshops and private sessions at Healing Waters and Sacred Spaces. And then from there, I'm going to do a event and I'll also have an event that is an Adventures of Integration Day there in the Portland area, followed by an Adventures of Integration Day in the Leavenworth, Washington area. There I go on over to Denver, Colorado, where I'll be um, at Nick Mac Nook for a couple of weekends. And then from there, I'm going into South Dakota into the Black Hills with an Adventures of Integration Day there. And then that's going to be followed up. I'll be heading over into um, Illinois. I'll be going into uh, a little venue I was at there. Uh, Inner Wisdom is a great little spot, doing some workshops and private sessions there. And going from there down to Kansas City, Missouri, I'll be working my way all the way on up into Traverse City, Michigan by mid-June and then over into the East Coast. So watch all those great venues coming up. You can sign up for things, a lot of adventure of integration days being worked into that, uh, seasonal events and weekend events being worked into that as well. Again, Jesse and Nicholas George, the number one.com. You'll find all of that information. Don't forget we've got several shows here on Main Street Universe throughout the week. Monday nights we have Brandy Goldberg doing Vedic Astrology. Tuesdays we have Susan Wee sharing her work in herbs and natural plants. Right now she's in a series called 13 Magical Trees. Wednesday night is our flagship show with Daniel and Janice. And Janice is branching out and doing her own show once a month, as well as Jim and Ashley, who we had on today, do their own show once a month right here on Main Street University. You want to follow up with that. And that show, uh, our main show, flagship show, is oftentimes followed up with spiritual insights with Darren Bouquet, who's a reader at Madame Rebeau in New Orleans. Kevin Baird's popping in every now and then with his work with his new companion. This is Jesse Ann Nichols George, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. And thank you to all of our listeners, not only on Plus Talk Radio, but those streaming live on Penn, known as Prayer Encounters Network, StreamFinder, Talk Stream Live, and those catching our podcast at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and those catching the YouTube version of our show. I definitely look forward to seeing you back here next week as we delve more into activating compassion. Hey, don't forget that if you've enjoyed the show today, share it with others. It's going to be available at the same link in our archives. And I'm going to leave you today with a song by today's guest called Leap of Faith. And this is by Woven Green, Jim and Ashley Cash. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you again next week right here on Activating Compassion Radio. May you enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a truly amazing week.